As hilarious as that music may sound, it is not how I want to kick off my podcast. Welcome to the Michael Aldrich Comedy Podcast. It's going to be so much fun where he makes humor of himself and the many things in New York City. Oh, and by the way, this is not the voice of Bruno. Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? It's episode 89 of the Michael Oldroyd Comedy Podcast. Where are we? January 19th, 2020? By Zeus, we are getting in to the new year. We are we are beyond just the tip at this point in the 2020. Uh, I would say we're just the tip for the new decade, but we're already uh <laughs> We're already beyond the the edge of the Glenn's penis, as they call it. That's the medical term uh, in the 20... Actually, I guess it... Uh, you know what? Uh, not quite there, I would say, probably ratio-wise, because uh, there's 12 months, and if we haven't even reached the end of January, that means we're not even one-twelfth of the way through the new year, and I believe that the tip of the penis is uh, bigger than one-twelfth of... The ratio of most peni. So, I apologize for starting the podcast out by talking about peni, but hey, let's let's transition to P90X just to kind of make it smooth. And you know, uh, P90X makes me think of football. And today was a huge day in the history of football. It was the AFC and NFC championship games, my friends. I I don't know if any of you... You know what I've done lately is I have actually stopped talking about football at the beginning and I put it at the end, but today I'm going to talk about football first because it's actually the most relevant thing in the universe at the moment. We are getting ready for Super Bowl 54. Um, We have our final team selected and uh, the Super Bowl is going to be played, I believe, in two weeks now. Uh, in Miami, of course, right? Down in the sun. Might have to hop on a flight and get down there and do a little partying. Uh, I'd like to, at least. I don't know if that's something that I'll be able to, uh, you know, make happen. I mean, I can make it happen, but will I make it happen? I, I don't know. I'd like to. The thought crossed my mind when the 49ers freaking won tonight. So they are going back. Uh, they're on the quest for six. I'm sorry, guys. I, I hear background music. I think Jessica's playing some meditation music. She's trying to go to sleep. Just give me one second. Hey, Jessica, I can hear the meditation music. Jessica, can you just put in headphones, please? Headphones. I can hear you. Well, put in headphones. It'll make it easier. Thank you. All right. I heard you guys want to hear more from Jessica, by the way. I apologize. She's too tired. She's the... Uh, the phantom behind the opera here. Uh, I can only give you pieces uh, in glimpses, you know, of the old phantom of the opera known as Jessica, the angel of comedy. Actually, I'm the angel of comedy. What am I talking about giving her that title? She's like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I I think she's actually funnier than the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. We talked about, let's, let's get back to football here. 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. I still hear her playing her meditation music, so inconsiderate, but whatever. Um... Oh, great. Now can you hear her coughing? Wonderful. Great stuff. <laughs> great contribution to my podcast, Jessica. Uh, all right, so the Niners beat the Packers today. Big game, right? Uh, Garofalo, I believe his name is, the QB. 
Some some people are saying, Mike, what are you doing repping the Niners all of a sudden? I thought you were a Giants fan now, right? So, yeah, I, I am. Uh, here's the story. If you guys don't know, I grew up a diehard Niners fan. Couldn't have been a bigger fan of the organization, the team, uh, growing up for, for most of my life until the whole Colin Kaepernick area, era, I should say, for various reasons. And without getting into that... Um, I think that uh, I'm going to stay away from that topic, but th- that was about the time when I started to, I'm not going to say, di- I have never disowned the 49ers, I just sort of started to move on, and uh, Eli Manning and the Giants had caught my eye, even in a down year, believe it or not, I don't want to just be one of those guys that likes a team because they're good, I don't want to just jump on, I'm not a bandwagoner, I'm a long-term trader when it comes, I'm not a day trader with football teams, I am a long-term investor uh, with dividends, I have something called loyalty. I am faithful to uh, those that I commit to. Uh, although I do have, yeah. So that's that. Um, there's no although there. I was trying to make a, an, another analogy that would be funny, but it didn't actually actually relate. It would uh, convey a different point than I was working on conveying to you guys, which is nothing more than the truth, right? Um, so. Uh, you know, I, I, the Niners are, are good this year. I think it'd be unfair for me to. I, I I haven't disowned the Niners. Obviously, I'm very proud of them. It's a brand. It's a new team now. They got new staff, new new players, new quarterback, new uh, new everything. I you know, um, John Lynch wasn't there. Mike Shanahan. You know, all these guys. They weren't a part of the organization when I sort of moved on. Uh, in a lot of ways, uh, but I'm definitely rooting for. Uh, you know what? In all honesty, I'm actually I'm very excited for both the Chiefs and the Niners. In in, in complete honesty, um, you know I'm just as much of a Giants fan as I was six months ago, a year ago. I'm just as much of an Eli Manning fan. Uh, Eli is one of my favorite players of all time. I still would love to play for the Giants. I'd love to play for any team in the NFL that would have me. Uh, Giants, Niners, anyone. Um, but I haven't been able to train in a while. As you guys know, I rolled my ankle, so the update is, for the first time, I, I did some pull-ups today, and it's been since December that I've lifted, so not looking hot on the current state of my physical physique, but, uh, you know, whatever. Nevertheless, nevertheless, that's the update on my endeavors with uh, the game of football. My ankle does, it is painful when I walk around and when I lay in bed and move it around, Um Am I able to make a full recovery on it? I'm going to say, yeah, I believe so. It's just a matter of if I make the decision and get back into the momentum of it that that I can give you some accurate updates of my uh, of progress that I lean into, right? Right now, no progress. We're at almost equilibrium uh, of my human state. I can still feel the residual effects of the hard work I put in over the last several months. So even though I've taken some time off, I can... I can feel that I have higher energy levels, which is awesome because it's like I can apply that toward comedy, and I have been. So that's a benefit, even though I've been hurt. That's kind of a, been a blessing in disguise. As you, it's it's like this. I'm cashing in on the dividends of my hard work now when it comes to energy levels because I can put more hours in a day now than I would have if I didn't work put in all that work over the last year with foot with my my training for football or the idea of uh, you know increasing my body 
uh, power, mass, and, and strength, and all that. So I am capital capitalizing on those gains and applying them toward comedy currently. Anyway, I keep drifting away. It's like there's a current here, and I keep drifting away from the to- the topic at hand, which is 49ers Packers. There's not much to say other than they kick their ass. You know, uh, I'm a big fan of Lombardi. I love all. F- I love football. There's no team in the NFL that I don't appreciate or or think is awesome. I don't think any teams suck in the NFL. Anyone that says that a certain team sucks, they know nothing about actually having accomplished anything in football. You know, I know that's a bold statement, but it's true. Every team in the NFL, every player on in the NFL and every player on the practice squad is um amongst an elite level of athlete that are some of the best athletes in the world. There's no team in the NFL that is easy to beat. When you get on that level, it's it's crazy. So, uh, I have I have the utmost respect for all the teams. You know, it's Packers have to pack it up and go home. Titans are on their way back to Tennessee right now, uh, and the Chiefs and the Niners are going to meet in Miami in a couple weeks. Uh, it would have been interesting to see a Chiefs-Packers Super Bowl. Everyone's been talking about that. Obviously, it was Super Bowl one, and if I'm not mistaken. The last time the Chiefs went to the Super Bowl, I don't know, it's been 50 years since since they've been back. It's been 25 since the Niners have. Uh, we're talking in, in terms of quarters and half centuries here, guys. So, big stuff. Um, what, I, what I will say is the Chiefs fans are awesome. I lived in Kansas City for a couple weeks. I got a ton of friends that are big um They've been lifelong fans. I, I, I have friends that have been fans of the Chiefs uh, their entire lives, and they've never gotten to see the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl yet because it's been so long. So for those t- for those guys, I'm really happy. For guys out there like Jim Michaels, giving you a shout-out, my man, uh, a, a former co-worker of mine who has a Chiefs tattoo on his calf, by the way. That's what a loyal fan this guy is. It's guys like that who, who I saw had like – uh, seats on the fifth row of the 50 yard line. I don't know how you got those. You were down there, Jim. That's amazing. Base nectar, baby. Uh, very freaking cool. It's nice to see uh, people like you who are willing to get tattoos <laughs> of a team like the Chiefs when they weren't winning. Uh, you know, it's, it's cool to see a, a fan like you get rewarded. Uh, and, and there's a lot of a lot of loyal fl- fans in KC. So I'm excited for you guys. It was a big day in Kansas City today, 18 degrees. Out of all the teams in the NFL, I have more friends who played for the Kansas City Chiefs than any other team, probably because of the Missouri connection. They all came from Missouri football. You know, uh, I don't even think I'm listing off everybody, but off the top of my head, some of the guys that I played with that went on to play for the Chiefs at some point in time were guys like Will Franklin, Jeremy Macklin, uh, Kevin Rutland, Chase Daniel, um, there's others that I'm missing, but nevertheless, uh, you know, four is, you know, four friends that have played for the Chiefs. That's a big deal. I'm sure they're all uh, happy. I'm sure. I'm sure they all still have some sort of a connection to the program. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'd be curious to see what their thoughts are. I'm sure they're excited for them. I don't know. I I, I can't speak for them, but um, you know. Big deal, big deal for the state of Missouri, big deal for the the city of Kansas City, uh, big deal for San Francisco, right? Anytime uh, your team can can win any pro sport and go to go to the championship 
series, whether it's baseball or game like the Super Bowl um, or basketball series, you know, it brings revenue to the city and the champions reap the benefit. I just always want to see whoever wins the championship, I want to see people win with class, you know what I mean? Rather than uh, taking shits everywhere and flipping over cars like they do in Philly. <laughs> that was outrageous, guys. Uh, St. Nick Foles, you did not... <laughs> You brought them a Super Bowl. You brought you you know you brought them the best the best Christmas present you could that year, Saint Nick, and they shat all over. They were bad boys and girls, and they did not deserve another Christmas present the next year. Although I love the city of Philadelphia, and I love the Vince Papali story, Invincible, you know Mark Wahlberg playing the character that uh, only time will tell to see whether the Michael Oldroy could do that as well. So anyway. Uh, that's where we are. I think that that gives you guys a good grasp. My buddy uh, Danny Relligert was there. My friend Austin Huff was there. I'm talking about the Chiefs game today. I, I was seeing their updates. Aaron Relligert, shout out to you. Uh, you've been you've been to a ton of games this year. I creep on your stories. Uh, Austin, you crack me up. I was trying to get Austin on a podcast. He's a diehard Titans fan. He's living in St. Louis. He's from Nashville. Uh, he was he was making jokes. You guys got to check out his Twitter. It's hilarious. Uh, he's been on my podcast a couple of times. I was hoping um, to get him on before the Chiefs or before the Titans got knocked out, but unfortunately that didn't happen. I, I could see that Huff, you were talking about how you were having panic attacks, hoping for a big W, but it didn't happen for your Titans. Uh, had a tough loss. Reminded me of the movie Immortals. I don't know if you guys have seen Immortals, where uh, Zeus and his Squad, his god squad, uh, fought the Titans. Uh, pretty, pretty amazing and, and, and badass movie, by the way, with Henry Cavill. Um, wow, amazing flick. You know those Titans were uh, pretty scary, and uh, the Chiefs sent them home and made them look like they were in that opening scene where they were all biting down those metal rods or whatever. It was uh, pretty intense. I figure that's probably what the pr the plane ride home looked like. Uh, was that opening scene where the Titans were all caged up and basically in in jail of some some sort, right? So, uh, yeah, that's uh, me attempting to recreate a Twitter joke that I put out there that didn't get a ton of likes and it probably didn't get any laughs right there either because I didn't execute it. I executed it right now worse than I tweeted it. But whatever. Do you guys do Twitter? Twitter's stupid. Twitter is so freaking stupid. Lately, I've been doing this thing where it's like I'm just playing the slots with Twitter. You know, just freaking, just uh, tweeting, trying to come up with like some silly or clever or funny stuff and uh, using trending trending hashtags and just deleting the tweets afterwards. Not proud of my style there. Not not proud of my. But you know what? Uh, <laughs> it's actually become kind of fun now I'm kind of getting addicted to it to be honest and uh, I'm not not proud of it either so though I'm not proud of it I'm also not not I'm not embarrassed about it um, I would say I'm kind of proud when I when I make a good one though I will say that much I've, I've had a couple get some traction lately I had a tweet uh, get a little traction at the during the national championship earlier this week, speaking of football, right? So we got Nick Saban, who was at the game for whatever reason. I saw him standing there down on the sidelines with a uh, blue jacket on, looking looking not happy at all. And uh, I, I was like, that's the, that's the most – it's so funny, like, the, that he's at the game right now. I know he doesn't want to be there, so something – 
who knows? Like, I think he had to do something at halftime where he was invited, so he did it. And I created a, a quick meme that said something like, uh, when your ex-girlfriend marries your brother and you're asked to be best man, right? So that got a, uh, that started getting some, it caught fire. It was a little Tinder action that got a little flame there and got, uh, got some retweets and likes mm. from, uh, from people that have nothing better to do than be on Twitter all day. No, which is myself, right? I, uh, I'm a full-time comedian now, so my entire day when I'm not sleeping is spent on either catching up on what's going on in the world, tweeting, uh, reading Twitter, writing jokes, sending out stuff that's going to help me get, but whatever. It's a 24-hour day job. As Greg Bracey used to say, life is a full-time job. I'm I'm living the full-time job of life as a comedian right now. So, um, I hit up. A, I told you guys that I went to the NFL. Um, NFL Films has that show, Good Morning Football. My friend Matt Hamilton is one of the producers of the show. Uh, so I went there a couple months ago, met Nate Burleson. He's been all over the TV lately. Every time I turn around, I see Nate Burleson tearing it up. He was just, whether it's football or something else, Nate Burleson was one of the co-hosts of the game tonight uh, or, or this afternoon in Kansas City. He was out there. I saw him just interviewing Wonder Woman, you know, the girl who plays Wonder Woman. I don't even know the actress's name off the top of my head, but he was interviewing her recently. This dude follows me on Instagram. I follow him. Pretty awesome. I decided... You know what, why not try to get him on as, as a guest to the podcast? Because he's a super cool dude, down to earth, really nice. He's having a ton of success in traction. And uh, he'd be a, a, a fantastic guest to have on the Michael Oldroyd po comedy podcast. So I DM'd him, and we'll see if he gets back to me. We'll see if he gets back. But if he is uh, able to join us, that'd be, that'd be a big deal. That'd be pretty awesome. I'd love to hear about you know some of his football stories and then also... What it's like uh, hanging out with some of the, you know, with all the guys. I mean, he, he's in. He's in, so he's commentating with all the all the top dogs, you know, the Jimmy Johnsons, the Terry Bradshaws, the Michael Strahan's, everybody. So that's pretty cool stuff. Um, do you guys remember the Titans? Yeah, they lost today. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Remember the Titans, but it's a good, uh, it's a good flick. Anyway, uh, yeah. It was so cold in Kansas City today, 18 degrees, that it would have been a better game for the Chiefs versus the Packers, right? Both, you know, the Chiefs had the advantage against the Titans today. If they would have played the Packers, that would have been a great game to see because they're both used to playing in cold. And Niners against the um, the Titans would have been more appropriate. I think the Titans might have played better in San Francisco, and then. Uh, I have to say that I think the Niners have an advantage going into the Super Bowl because they're a warm weather team. Uh, that's their homeostasis state. Uh, if we were playing in cold weather, I think the Chiefs would have an advantage going into the Super Bowl. Uh, though it's a neutral location, it is pretty tropical and fancy and dank. I love Miami. Might have to get back down there and uh, see if that Dolphins cheerleader is single, eh? No, she's... Uh, we unfollowed each other on Instagram. I unfollowed her first, though. Does that make me cool? <laughs> the girl that uh, talked about in the past, the Miami Dolphins cheerleader. Amanda Vance is her name. I don't, I'm not embarrassed to admit it, whatever. Uh, she followed me. I followed her. And then uh, she didn't respond to my 
DM, and uh, I followed up. She didn't respond. I'm like, you know what? F this. I'm not, I'm not gonna freaking follow you anymore. So I unfollowed her, and then she unfollowed me. It's always interesting when you unfollow someone and then they immediately unfollow you. It's like, how did you know it was me? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's because they have apps out there for it. And uh, anyway, I was I was a little disappointed to get that unfollow because she has like 300,000 followers. So the fact that she only followed 300 people, I know that you know I had a good chance of people like scrolling on my name, going ah. Or scrolling through her, who she follows, and seeing my name, and going, ah, let me let me creep on this guy and see what he's about. You know, it's all it's all stock market bullshit, objectifying crap. You know, I don't like to be objectified, even though I'm a, an entertainer, a public figure. Uh, I do like to be objectified, I guess. <laughs> okay, what am I talking about? I don't know. Uh, I I I don't know how I feel about it, so I'm just saying bullshit. Whatever. I don't I don't really have a thought. I'm kind of loose. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, you know? Um, so, yeah, Nick Saban, uh, thank you for helping me get a good tweet there. St. Nick Saban, I guess he was friends with uh, the LSU coach or something? I don't know. Uh, Nicholas Saban, Nicholas Saban. I told you guys that he used to go to church with my, uh, the creature that lives with me, right? Jack, Jessica. I guess they went to the same church, and uh, St. Nick was not able to deliver the fans of Alabama for Christmas another national championship, but never underestimate that guy. He has true greatness in him, and uh, those LSU, is it the Bulldogs? Congratulations to them. Of course, Odell Beckham Jr. had to crash the party. I thought, you know, you know what's funny is I remember watching, I was watching the game, and, and after the game, there was a lot of players and stuff celebrating. I was like, is that Odell Beckham? Like, what the f What is he doing there? Like, which is cool. I would do the same thing if, you know, I, I, I don't blame him for being there and, and celebrating and basking in the success. I mean, he helped make, he, he added his own piece to the mural of what that program is, just like every player does in some way, shape, or form. Uh, and uh, I, I did think it was funny, though, that he was there and he was kind of, I think he was being a little too, uh, what's the word? Obnoxious is not the right word. He was taking a little too much ownership of that team's win there. Well, he was getting a little too flossy, let's put it this way. The, 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 the one thing that bothered me, okay, he, there were three things that came out that people were kind of speaking out against Odell Beckham for. First thing, he was handing out cash, or what appeared to be cash, whether it was real cash or fake cash, at the end of the game, down on the field in front of everyone. He was, you know, just kind of like making it rain, I guess. Now, if that's real cash, it is against NCAA rules, because if any of the players accepted that money, it is, you know, technically a, uh, they are foregoing their their amateur status, if I'm not mistaken, and they become professional athletes at that point, and they, they forego their eligibility. I don't know the specifics, but either way, it is illegal um, for players to accept it. I don't, I mean, anyone can offer, if I'm not mistaken, but it just, it's a bad look just to put anyone in that situation to create speculation. Whatever, they're celebrating, they're having a good time, you know. He's making it rain with real or fake cash. Who knows? I don't give a shit, right? Uh, but... The thing I did have a problem with was the second thing. The second thing people were kind of like 
What's Up With Odell is after the game in the locker room, the coach was making a speech to the team congratulating them, you know, talking about, you know, you know, given his, his it, it was the coach's time to speak, he had the floor, and Odell was, was interrupting him, saying, y'all did that, y'all did that, you know, it's like, dude, shut the fuck up, Odell, first of all, this is not your team, that, this is the head coach's floor right now, you do not interrupt him, it's disrespectful is what it is, and I know he didn't mean disrespect, and I know he did but it is disrespectful, whether you intend it or not, some things are a certain way regardless of your intentions and me you know but but you know I, I, he that's just as simple as, as I can make it it was it was disrespectful so that was the only thing that bothered me the third thing that was pissing people off or whatever that, that he got in trouble for is there was a, a cop trying to uh, there was a cop in the locker room I forget what was going on, but Odell slapped the cop's ass. I don't know whether he was getting upset because people were smoking cigars or trying to, you know. First of all, what the fuck is a cop doing in the locker room? Unless there's girls and strippers in there. Like, leave these dudes alone. Let them celebrate. They just won the fucking national championship. That's my first statement about this entire thing. You need a cop in the locker room for what? What what are you worried that these guys are going to be doing after the game? They're going to be acting crazy, probably... Maybe popping some champagne, smoking some cigars, as you should if you win the national championship. This this putz of a cop is in there, and I would have slapped his ass too. So I don't blame Odell Beckham for the third of the three things. Only the second. Disrupting the coach, interrupting the coach, not cool. And, and also don't hand out real cash, but whatever. You know, that, that's not as bad as interrupting the football coach in my opinion. You don't interrupt your head football coach. Oh, so, wow, I've just, how many minutes have I talked about? Oh, wow, 26 minutes already, great. By the way, number 31 had a big impact on the 49ers today. Huge stuff. Of course, that was my number in college. Number 31 is a great number. I was very excited and, you know, and overzealous and putting a lot of energy into live tweeting the first of the two games today, the Chiefs. And then when the Niners game started, I actually... I lost my motivation. I know this is weird, but I became unexpectedly depressed when that game started. And I think it's because it struck a nerve so close to the depths of my heart and soul. I mean, that was my dream growing up. My dream was to grow up, play for the 49ers, help them go back to the Super Bowl. I want to be Super Bowl MVP and all these things. I didn't want to be uh, sitting, sitting around watching them go back to the Super Bowl, you know? So... Hey, Edelman's uh, the same age as me, guys. Edelman, 33 years old. By the way, did you guys see the Aaron Hernandez documentary? on? Um, speaking of uh, Patriots, um, that was really depressing and dark to watch. That was really, uh, that was tough. My roommate Jessica was so intrigued. She, was, she watched that whole thing the other night while I was working on comedy. I was listening to bits and pieces of it. It's, it's sad. You know, I, I don't know what else to say about it other than it's, uh, it's it was disturbing. It was disturbing to, to watch and listen to. I didn't I didn't like listening to it. Um, speaking of uh, Patriots too, apparently Tom Brady is embarrassed about his salary and plans to move out of New England. What? Who gives a shit? You're you're embar- you're embarrassed about your salary, Tom? Like, no, everybody knows you're not making. Uh, it, you know. 
get your ego out of it. You know what I mean? Like, it's a great thing to take a lower salary so that you can get a better roster uh, full of players. That's what I would do. Do, you, do. You don't need all that money anyway. You know what I mean? Some of the some of the best teams out there happen when some of the greater players take salary cuts. Jerry Rice did it uh, when he was playing. A lot of guys take salary cuts for to to help the team. So quit being embarrassed, Tom. You, you, don't be some soft ass. You know, quit. That's bullshit. I don't respect that. Embarrassed about your salary. That would be like uh, Obama's aunt, or, or or Trump saying, "I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed about the salary I make as president. It's only four hundred thousand a year, whatever they pay. It's not a ton. Com- you know, I'm sure. I don't know if this is true, but uh, you know, say Michael Bloomberg, for example, you're gonna you're gonna forego the opportunity cost of making a lot more money if you go and run for president than you would if you didn't, but it's because you want to make it an impact or because you're a megalomaniac uh, like Trump. <laughs> but who knows? Either way, I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, I think it's this Tuesday that they're having the hearing for his impeachment. The Senate is going to get together and uh, you know they're going to decide if there's a two-thirds vote to remove him from office, there will be I don't think it's going to happen, though, because there's – not to get into politics, but whatever. We talk about it every week now, so I, I do talk about politics. Uh, I shouldn't say not to get into politics if I'm doing it on purpose. So to get into politics, uh, Trump is uh, – I don't think he's going to get removed from office because there's less Democrats than there are Republicans. And unless the Republicans remove their ego from the whole thing – uh, in this situation, I'm not Republican or Democrat, by the way, but uh, I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. A lot of people have egos on both sides there, you know, and uh, I don't think it's going to happen. But he's got his defense team of lawyers ready to go. I think uh, he heard defense and he was like, oh, can I hire the San Francisco 49ers defense? Da-da-tsh. But they said they're too busy. So, anyway. Did you guys see that uh, Adam Sandler was not nominated for an Oscar? Everyone, there was a couple of people who felt like they were snubbed or whatever. People thought a couple actors were snubbed in uh, the whole Oscar nomination deal. And uh, it was funny, he had a sense of humor about it. He tweeted at Kathy Bates because she was nominated. And he tweeted from the character of Bobby Boucher saying, at least my, my mama, you know, got a nomination. And she tweeted back in character of his mama from The Water Boy, and it was cute. I gave it a retweet, you know? I gave it a retweet. I think now is a good time to take a deep breath and just talk, just think to ourselves what a great first 30 minutes of this podcast. We talked 31 minutes in, 31 the dirty one, Michael Oldroyd number 31, aka, um, you know, the star player of the 49ers today was number 31, uh, Mozart or whatever he, whatever his name is, the running back. Uh, I tweeted at him. Okay, who cares? Um, if you guys are on Twitter, follow me. It'll help me, and uh, it'll give me a boner. My uh, my handle is at the droid, T-H-E-D-R-O-Y-D. You can see when uh, my slot machine hits. It's like playing the lottery with uh, with these tweets, you know. 
I've been getting more and more. I've been figuring it out a little bit, you know, with the hashtag and trending and coming up with something clever and funny, giving it a nice little photograph to go with it, some picture support. Maybe write on the picture itself and make it yours, and then people will really think, wow, this is creative. It's kind of the, the, a couple tricks of the trade there with Twitter. But um, nevertheless, what happened? It's been cold here. A cold weekend in New York, cold weekend across the country. 18 freaking degrees in Kansas City today. That's unbelievable. I don't know how those guys. I hated playing football in the cold. Ah, just ugh. I hated it. It sucked. It was never, never fun. Practicing in the cold, playing in the cold. I. It's not. It doesn't feel good to get hit in the cold either. You know. But you know it is what it is. So. You guys like how I you guys like my pacing here? I change it up for you. You know, slow it down, speed it up. You know, make this some different noises just to keep you engaged. You know, just hey. Just to keep you guys on your toes, keep you wondering. Okay, what are we going to talk about next? Let's talk about Space Force and Elon Musk and this new rocket that they shot into the atmosphere. Uh, apparently they were doing some testing recently. Uh shot a, some rocket into space and they were testing if they needed some emergency. So they're really ramping up is what we're trying to say. They got these new uniforms for Space Force. They're really ramping up to get uh, U.S. astronauts back up there and uh, exploring and pioneering the solar system and the, the truly unknown frontier of... I think they actually found a new planet recently. I think it was some student or young kid, either a NASA intern or somebody, found a new planet. I think I saw that somewhere. It was showing up on my Amazon uh, Echo screen or whatever. I need to check into that. I also need to take a dump right now, but I do got to hurry because I got to go do comedy tonight. It's 11.43 p.m. here in New York right now. I got a show in one hour exactly. So, um, yeah, that's Space Force. I... They, uh, you know, they had these uniforms with camouflage. It's like, we don't need camouflage in space. Get back the original Space Force uniforms that Michael Jordan wore and Bugs Bunny wore in that movie. What was it called? The Space Jam? Okay. Uh, get back the original uniforms that were worn in uh, Independence Day with Will Smith and uh, Jeff Goldblum, huh? Okay. I don't, uh... I don't really know what else to say. Here's a news story that really got my dick hard. A former Drexel University Department um, chair, is it? Some some, some dude that works uh, on the on the staff there of the Drexel University is facing criminal charges after an audit found that he spent sixty ninety six thousand in research grant funds at strip clubs and sports bars. Hmm. I wonder if you. Uh, you know, thought to yourself, ah, this might not catch up with me, or this might come back to me. Are you kidding me, guy? Huh. $96,000? Do you have no game at all? Do you... What do you need to go to strip clubs for? I've been to a, a couple in my life, and, um... Strip clubs are, are, are horrendous. Strip clubs are... They're stupid, you know? I think I told you guys about that... First time I went to a strip club, I thought the girl liked me. 
she was very attractive. All my friends were like, older, it's time to go. I was like, dude, I think I just need to buy another lap dance from this girl. I think if I buy one more lap dance, she might give me her number. You know, I, had, I, I was terrible. I was the worst with girls when I was younger. I had no, no confidence, no game. I don't have any game now. I just have confidence, and that's all you need. So, anyway, uh, yeah, I don't really have much to say about that other than I think that they're going to charge him all the money that he... <laughs> Spent and more, and there's no way he's gonna make that money. But I, it's kind of sad. That dude's gonna go to jail, and uh, you know, he'll be asked to strip, and uh, it'll be unfortunate. So I don't know. Kind of a tough deal there. The whole jail thing is, uh, you know, not very exciting when you think about the whole. Uh, ugh, just, I think jail would be uh, not the worst thing. If you didn't have to worry about dudes trying to rape you, that's the that's the kicker there. You know what I mean? I think that the whole uh, didn't they talk about that in the Aaron Hernandez film too? I, I I I didn't see the whole thing, but I think that that actually came up. So yeah, jail's not a fun place. Not a fun place. Uh, good incentive to do the right things, right? So you don't have to go to jail. All right. That's pretty much common sense. Let's move on to some more in-depth intellectual stuff. Uh, the SAG Awards tonight I felt like were overshadowed by the football stuff. I don't know. I uh, I didn't watch the SAG Awards. I just saw one picture of Jennifer Aniston in some headline saying her outfit le didn't leave much the imagination. Apparently they were saying that she's wearing a revealing outfit and I'm thinking yeah a lot is still left to our imagination. She's still fully clothed with a dress you putzes. You know I guess they could see her nipples through the shirt and they thought that that was like revealing everything. Oh wow. <laughs> I think that the guy from Drexel University would beg to differ. You know he'd be like that is way too many clothes for me. Let me drop some of my university funds on this so I can maybe see you naked. All right. And and Jennifer Aniston would say, I'm going to slap you in the face now because she doesn't seem like the type of woman that would do a thing like that. But what do I know? What do I know? Uh, apparently it's Sunday night, so I guess they had a new episode tonight or tomorrow night of The Bachelor. I don't know. I don't pay attention. I don't care. So one show that I did... Uh, Catch uh, was the first episode of the new season. Have you guys seen the, the show The Young Pope? I talked about it last year. It was an intriguing show. It's produced by Jude Law. He was a star in it last year. He's in this season as well. Still the producer, still actively involved. But this first episode didn't have too much with him in it. They have this new season called The, the New Pope. It's kind of it's intriguing. It's a little sexual, you know. It's uh, it's definitely something that caught my attention and I did some impressions of this, uh, one of this main character. Uh, excuse me Holy Father, I was wondering if maybe I could perhaps run and maybe you could get me the new job as the new pop. I think that I deserve it at this time, Holy Father. I don't know if you guys know, it's um, Cardinal Violello or whoever that is, but um, very, uh, very intriguing show, uh, somewhat has a sexual vibe to it. Uh, definitely something that uh, captures thine attention, you know, captures thine attention. Um, so yeah, I'm intrigued by the show, I'm excited to see. I, I fell asleep a few times. Uh, uh, there were parts of the first episode. Last season, every episode 
was was I kept moving forward. I think Jude Law did a great job. I think we knew we need more Jude Law. I think that time is coming, but we'll see. So anyway, uh, I also watched my friend got me a Christmas present this year. Irvin, shout out to you if you're listening. I'm sure if you hear this, you're gonna DM me now. But I did watch uh, the first of the two-disc series of the Ali G show that you sent me. Uh, I have to admit, there was some stuff in there that I found absolutely hilarious. Uh, I didn't know that there was, like, Bruno stuff in there. Bruno's, I think he's the funniest character of all of his characters. And uh, I, the the one thing that got that really got me, my cheeks hurting and my stomach hurting from laughing so hard, including my roommate Jessica, <laughs> was when Bruno was... Uh, trying to crash that party he was like asking the guy in charge like oh if you need like an extra model like i'm happy to do that's not no problem and the guy's like oh i think we're good no but it's like no problem if you need an extra model i'm happy to do it <laughs> like he kept insisting like he was doing them a favor and he goes out and the guy said no he's good but yet he still found his way onto the runway and paris hilton was there and all this stuff <laughs> he walks out Right after Paris Hilton literally starts doing the worm. Uh, and everyone's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Started doing the worm here. Oh my gosh. I think you might have had to see it. You might have had to been there. I don't know. But it was freaking hilarious. So props to uh, Mr. Sasha Baron Cohen for always bringing it and being extremely smart, creative, and hilarious. I'd love to, uh, I'd love to work with you somehow, uh, Mr. Sasha. Mr. Sacha. Speaking of celebrities, uh, Cary Grant's birthday was yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. God bless Cary Grant. Uh, he was one of the greatest uh, actors. He's no longer with us, uh, but he was back in the black and white days of, of film and uh, just had a great charisma about him. You know, he was one of the one of those guys that when he was on screen, you, you were you were like, whoa, who's that, you know? I remember the first time I saw Cary Grant. It was actually, I probably talked about this before, so I'll just keep it quick, but um, it was in the movie The Bishop's Wife. I, I, it was Christmas Eve one year. I was out in California. I didn't get to go home that year to see my family, but I got to hang out with my buddy Paul Stemmerman and his family down in Southern California. And we had a pull-out futon that year. And we passed out, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and the TV was on. It was a black-and-white movie, and, you know, Cary Grant was on screen. And I was like, wow, who is, who is this intriguing person? And I started watching, and it's like, he seems, well, why is this guy, like, his character in the show and the way he portrayed, just something seemed different. I was like, is this dude an angel? Like, what is this? Sure enough, he, uh, you know, he was playing an angel in that movie, and it was perfect for the role. And uh, it was just an amazing, it's probably one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. It took me years to figure out what movie that was because I didn't know what actor it was, I didn't know what movie it was, so completely mysterious. But he knocked that movie out of the park, and that was the type of actor that he was. Uh, I forget that there was a love, one of his greatest movies, what was it, An Affair to Remember, I believe? Uh, I think it was An Affair to Remember, I think that he was most known for... I think that was one of my mom's favorite movies. And, uh, you know, it's a movie about this dude who uh, falls in love with this girl. He's in a tough marriage, and he falls in love with this girl on this cruise ship. He's like kind of like this player, you know. Reminds me of myself in some ways, to be honest. Uh, his character in that movie, not a bad player, but just a dude who, you know, like, you know, he's straightforward with women, but he has, he, he's, you know, he's got it. He's got that, that X factor, right? 
and uh, and then he meets one girl that just knocks him off his feet, you know, and uh, he he falls in love with her, she falls in love with him. I think they're both married, and they they plan to divorce or whatever. The, you know, he's like, meet me at the Empire State Building on X day, blah blah blah. And she, I don't want to, I don't think it's too soon to give a spoiler for this movie. Um, because it's been out for nearly 50 years, but she gets in an accident on her way there, and it's just, it's a sad movie. It's a drama, you know? So I think that that's one of his, that's probably what his piece of work that he's most known for. And He got out of the movie business uh, while he was on top because he wanted to start a family. That was an interesting fact about Cary Grant, but he was a New York guy, and it was weird because he came up in conversation the other day with that person I told you that I had met that was very successful. We were talking about as we were walking around Fifth Avenue and, you know, Tiffany's and breakfast at Tiffany's and what's her face? Audrey Hepburn, who reminds me of my sister when she was younger. And somehow Cary Grant came up in conversation and it was uh it was cool. It was cool to talk about him and little did I know that it was it was right around his birthday. So um maybe he's uh up in he up in heaven uh playing the role the real the real type of role that he uh you know that he played in a movie maybe maybe he's an angel now so anyway uh, what else is going on prince harry and megan they're no longer part of the royal family uh they've actively they've chosen to leave which i think is a big move it's big of them you know i, I don't know all the details but i respect anytime someone sticks to their guns if they believe in a cause i think she was i, I don't know was it because they, they felt they were being treated racially because she's black. I, 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 either way, they're not going to get to enjoy the financial perks of that royalty status anymore. So um, that's uh, that's always a tough one to deal with, right? But hey, what do you want, love or money? <laughs> not that it always has to be that simple, but uh, in fairy tales it seems to be oftentimes. Speaking of love, Pete Davidson had another breakup recently. This dude has had more breakups than Taylor Swift, I think. Pete Davidson and Taylor Swift should meet uh, so they can break up and then she can end up with me. I will be your knight in shining armor, Taylor Swift. My mom's prediction still is on, on the table, you know. Am I going to be your Jon Snow, T-Swift? She's like a... T-Swift is like a, a queen, man. She is... She's an amazing talent. I, I think that if her and I met, we'd have uh, we'd have some chemistry. I think there would be a chemical reaction that took place. Uh, maybe I'd have to say, hey, Taylor Swift, uh, meet me at the top of Empire State Building. And in this real life scenario, hopefully neither one of us would get in an accident on the way there. Uh, on the way there, uh, Jessica would find out, and she'd probably interrupt and wouldn't let me go. <laughs> but. What else? Uh, last class at UCB was on Wednesday, so my academy class is over now. We had our last show this yesterday, Saturday, uh, in Hell's Kitchen. A lot of fun, very talented group of people. Uh, we got Lloyd Knight auditions coming up. Uh, still waiting to hear back from my character audition, my character's welcome audition at um, UCB. It's it's pending right now. Still waiting to see what happens. It's been a little over a week now. As you guys know, I talked about on the last 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 podcast. Uh, I'm gonna be at the Lantern tomorrow night. I'm gonna be at LOL here. My show is in 40 minutes. I really better get out of here. 
Uh, let me wrap this up. So I'm going to be at the Lantern tomorrow night. Midwest Sketch Bandits, we we released our newest video soon. Our, I can't even speak. Midwest Sketch Bandits, our sketch comedy group, we released our newest uh, comedy video. Our really, uh, We released our newest sketch just uh, this week. It's a lot of fun to get out there. That was a nice little surprise that Ben finished up editing for us. And it was like a delayed Christmas present to fire that off into the universe. We even met last week and made another sketch, and I got to play a... I guess it was like Bruno's long-lost cousin. Cousin, You know, I was a, a, a gay, uh, like, Austrian model that uh, isn't Bruno, but uh, had some similarities in a way, right? So... Um, that's going to be a fun one to see how that turns out. We got some funny bloopers. I said the one thing, Dom almost fell out of his chair laughing, and it's always fun working with him. He's hilarious. We laugh a lot, you know. Uh, all of us do. Ben's always laughing behind the camera. So we have a good time making each other laugh and entertaining each other and trying to bring a light to you guys. My character's name is Flamingo, so draw your own conclusions. Reminds me of... Um, Mango, maybe, that character in uh, that Chris Kattan used to play. I don't know. Anyway, what else? Low LOL spot, Lantern, tomorrow. Um, I got a great headshot, guys. I got my, my photos back. I've been sending that out, so working on uh, getting a new commercial agent and uh, taking it and, you know, making 2020 freaking count. I'm, I'm, I'm already down in the trenches i got the weapons i'm firing on all cylinders dropping grenades doing all kinds of stuff to uh to make it happen and then at night every once in a while I'll play call of duty and 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 drop grenade drop grenades there with my buddy taylor if you guys play call of duty modern warfare there's crossplay playstation 4 xbox one um i'm on there man so add me my gamer tag is at the droid T-H-E-D-R-O-Y-D. It's the same for everything online. And, uh, yeah, find me online. Let's uh, let's make it happen. Let's let's, uh, let's make the dreams come true, guys. You help me, I help you. You know, that type of thing, right? And if you don't help me, you know, I'll still help you because I'm, I'm too nice, you know, because I got a high EQ, you know, high emotional intelligence. And uh, I realize that we're all one, you know, and I want to just uh, make sure that we're all flourishing. And that the world is basking in light and love. Because, um, you know, Holy Father, I was just wondering if, you know, you could let me please propose something to the uh, clergyman. Yeah. All right. Anyway, guys, have a great week. I'm going to keep this one quick. I got to get going because I got to do comedy. I also have to take a dump. So I'm going to have to probably hold in uh, diarrhea until after I get off stage. But uh, this has been, you guys have been great. You know, you've been a great audience that I can't see or hear or smell. I, there's no senses taking place other than the sense that I feel, the sixth sense that I have, which is different than the movie, the, the skill that that one kid had in the, in the movie, The Sixth Sense. My sixth sense is just uh, sensing love, you know. So anyway, we're done. Uh, have a good week, guys. Bye bye. Thank you for listening. By the way, am I the only one who's horny? <laughs> <laughs>